All those things we can't say on the radio. After Breakfast with Mark and John. It's Monday on the podcast, After Breakfast uh, with Mark and John. Oh, that's right. He already said that. I'm not supposed to repeat it. So my friend Zach told me over the weekend that he listens to podcasts that are three hours long. Wow. That he will put on a podcast while he's like mowing the lawn. Okay. And I told him, because he listened to one of ours, and he went, it's kind of short. And I go, yeah, we can't think of that much stuff to say. <laughs> I don't want to listen for, for three hours. There's no way you and I could talk for, I mean, maybe there is, I don't know. But um, the uh, podcast here today, we're going to talk about um, times we affected people's lives on the air. I want to get through a uh, culture quiz first, because I know we redo that every time. Culture quiz question today was one out of four adults have never done this and don't know how to do it. Yes, hello. Hi, are you still taking answers to the trivia question? Yes, we are. What's yours? Uh, balancing their checkbook. Oh, I'm going to have to give this to you. The answer is writing a check. Oh my gosh. I write checks all the time. She told us about all the checks that she writes. And, um, I haven't written a check. I know in 10 years, right? Maybe even longer. So anyway, so I was talking to Zach. I mentioned Zach Parsons, a friend of mine lives in Evansville. I was talking to him about podcasts and we ended up talking about listening to the radio and times when things have happened that have affected your lives. And he told me a story that I didn't know until he told me this weekend. I can remember the smell in the store where I was at on uh, Barker Avenue on the west side of Evansville, Indiana, when your voice told me that there was going to be a new trilogy of Star Wars films. <laughs> he went on to, to, to talk about how he remembers every element of that. Wow. And it shocked me to hear it. I'd never heard that story before from Zach. And I've known Zach, Zach and I have been friends for a long time. Okay. But he's such a Star Wars fan that that element and hearing it, he remembers my voice. And that day affected his life because he was mm. excited that there was going to be more. Because he didn't think there was going to be more Star Wars, I guess, at the time. Mm. You started telling me a story about the time that you affected. But yours wasn't on the radio. No, it wasn't. Um, it was actually something a little bit more personal. Um, I had a young lady call me, um, pretty distraught, and uh, talking with her more, she I realized that she was more than distraught, uh, where she was contemplating taking her life. Really? And, uh, really. And, what station? Um, what station was this? Uh, our sister station. Okay. Uh, yep. And uh, this was quite a while back, and you know, I I, I felt an obligation to you know. T talk her down a bit. I mean, I was hoping she would, you know, talk to somebody besides me, somebody, a family member, or maybe even dial a crisis hotline. Um, but when you're distraught like that, things like that sometimes just don't come across. So I was on the phone with her for at least 45 minutes during the show, you know, wow. back and forth, and uh, just trying to do my best to uh, get through to her. And ultimately, I did. So... And you know now for sure that you that she didn't. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's wild. That's yeah. that's something. Did you talk to her after that happened? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we talked um, quite a bit after that, and probably until I uh, left the station to do other things. So it does. I want to say. I mean, that had to make you feel good. No, it made me feel. I mean, it really <laughs> I was, did. 
you know, it and, was, and I don't want to dis, discount that part because sometimes we feel like we're just wasting our time. Don't right. you? Don't you? I mean, sometimes we feel like we're wasting our time because nobody, we can't see people when we talk to them. Sure. I mean, we can't see how we affect people, but it's nice to know when you hear that you can affect people in a good way. I once ran into somebody. Her name was Laura. I was working in Cincinnati radio at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I'd been on this, Laura had one job and I communicated with her on a regular basis. And then she took a different job. So I didn't talk to her for like six months. Mm-hmm. And I ran into her like a concert and I go, Laura. And she goes, Mark, ah, it's good to see you. What are you up to? And she was kind of like noncommittal about it. Hmm. Like matter of fact about it. And I'm like, Hey, I've talked to you in six months. She looked right at me and she goes, I talk to you every day. You go, yeah, but I can't hear your side of the conversation. She goes, oh, that's right. <laughs> and then you realize people really do listen to you. Yeah. And and it does. I got a letter once out of the blue. I've saved it, a card from somebody who talked about how, uh, you know, how much they appreciated what I said on the radio. That amazed me. But the time, the biggest one. And, you know, I know I'm going back too far, and but it's on the podcast, so Diane can't yell at me. Mm-hmm. You remember the monkeys? Oh yeah, right. And the monkeys had a lead singer by the name of Davy Jones. Davy Jones was a British, um, and he was young and he was short and he got he was the cute one, I guess you would say. And he could uh-huh. sing. He was on the original cast of Oliver. Davy Jones was, and in fact, he was backstage when the Beatles made their first appearance on the Ed Sullivan show because he was in the cast of Oliver and they right. were performing the same night as the Beatles first time on the, on the Ed Sullivan show. And, um, um, he looked at somebody, somebody, he, somebody remembers them hit Davy Jones, looking at them and going, I want to be just like them and pointed to the Beatles. He was like 14 years old. Huh. So it's amazing that Davy Jones from the Monkees, he passed away in 2009, 2010. Okay. And I was on the radio um, and I got the news and I just started playing monkey songs and telling stories about how I grew up watching the Monkees on TV and told the story about Davy Jones and Oliver and the things they'd done and kind of gave a little monkey's history. And we just, I, I just played every monkey song I could find. Huh. There's a couple of Davy Jones solo songs I remember. They've done a couple of Christmas songs. And later that evening, my cell phone rings. Hmm. And my friend Karen calls. And she's bawling. I mean, she is sobbing because she had been crying all day after hearing about Davy Jones and listening to me. She was an elementary school teacher. And she drove home from school and she stayed in the car to listen to what I had to say. She couldn't even get out of the car. And she was sobbing because she had this, it had the same effect on her. Now, I wasn't sobbing on the radio, thank goodness, because that would have sounded horrible. <laughs> and have you ever cried on the radio? No. No. I get emo- And now that I've gotten older, I kind of get emotional sometimes when we talk about stuff. Okay. And I have to kind of fight it back occasionally. Sure. So when we were talking about um, the food stuff, I think, you know, back in April and maybe even recently, but mm-hmm. that was the time when Karen called me sobbing and she didn't call me on the studio phone. She called me on my cell phone cause she was a friend and it's like, it was amazing. So well, in nice. any case, yeah. w- there are times it is nice. Uh, we should find a teledisc jockey. You listen to them day. Maybe we can have that day. Can we, how do you apply to have a national 
tell a radio personality something nice day. Can we apply for that? Can we get that on the calendar? That'd be kind of (laughs) nice. Somebody research that, will you? Oh, in any case, um, that's fat. I've never had the kind of experience that you had, though. That had to be, I don't know, that had to have scared you. Well, and you feel responsible for that person once you start talking, you know, so. uh, Were you afraid you were going to say the wrong thing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, what do you say to somebody? I mean, you know, you just, you try to say the right thing. You don't know if you actually are, and you don't know if you're making a difference until all is said and done, you know? Wow. Okay. Um, I'm... I'm, I, I have no witty comeback for that. I mean, I don't have one. I'm just, it's just, it's amazing. Okay. It's just amazing. So. Well, I, I got a question for you. All right. Team Mickey or Team Davey? Interesting. Monkeys. I have to admit, I'm a Mike Nesmith fan. Oh, okay. So that's where I would have to go with that. And there's okay. Mike Nesmith and Mickey Dolan's the only two that are still alive, I think. Didn't Peter Tork die? Yeah. Yeah, Peter Tork died not that long ago. And Davy Jones was the first one to pass, and the three of them I know were traveling. Mike Nesmith, who thought he was a, a you know a music pro, mm-hmm. didn't want to be a monkey anymore, and he quit. Yeah, and he didn't need the money. You know, he didn't need the money. No, Mike Nesmith from the Monkeys' mom invited invented Whiteout. Oh no, kidding! <laughs> and he had all the money in the world that he needed. Right. Although nobody buys Whiteout anymore. Did anybody buy Whiteout anymore? No. There are a bunch of kids right now listening to this podcast going, Mom, what's whiteout? Or maybe, Grandma, what's whiteout? Whiteout <laughs> was this stuff that you used to white to put white coloring over something you typed on a piece of paper so you could fix a mistake. Right. It was really popular. Years, How many years ago? People used whiteout. It's been a generation at least. And then you knew there was a problem because we had someone back in the first time that I worked at... Um, at light 96.3. Oh, I wish I could remember her name. Was it, I think it was there. She was the one that, you know, was typing something on a computer screen and then put white out on the screen thinking it was fix it. <laughs> she was the same person that was sealing envelopes, you know, had one of those, um, um, like sponge things. Right. And was putting them to seal envelopes. And she came in and she asked, I, I'm all out of that sticky stuff. I'm like, you just put water in that bottle. That's water? <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's We don't hire brain surgeons in radio, obviously. As you can tell every morning on The Breakfast Show with Mark Elliott and John Kelly. Thanks for listening. Uh, news that isn't horrible is up next. I got to go get some more sticky stuff. It's the news that isn't horrible on The Light Breakfast Show. If you're shipping presents for Christmas, time to start thinking about deadlines when you need to get them in the mail or in the delivery service. If you're sending something to the space station, it's too late. The rocket called, of course I love you, was shipped up yesterday. They fired off the rocket. They sent the Christmas dinner, all the presents to the space station, got there safely. If you're, We don't have rocket delivery around here, unfortunately, but if you're shipping something, December 15th is the deadline to remember. For the post office, UPS and FedEx and their least expensive method of delivery. Couple of show business notes, David Lander passed away over the weekend. You may not recognize the name, but you'd know him if you saw him. There is no reason on earth why Prince Charming cannot walk through our front door. Hello. Squiggy from Lenny and Squiggy on the Laverne and Shirley TV show passed away. 
More on him later this morning. And the big news story from last week was George uh, Clooney and how George Clooney cut his hair. Supposedly, he uses a device called the Floby that you bought on a TV ad that hooks up to your vacuum cleaner. And a lot of people didn't believe it. So George decided he needed to demonstrate that he cuts his hair with an old 70s item that hooks up to a vacuum cleaner. He went on the Jimmy Kimmel Show. You turn this on. The vacuum on. Yeah. You turn the buzzer on. Okay. You go to town. Like this, on your hair. You do it that fast? Huh? I said, you do it that fast? Can't hear you. I'm floppy. (laughs) (laughs) I will post a video on our Facebook page. It's actually pretty funny. Seems like they're having a little bit of a divorce crisis in Japan because men aren't being very good dads. Yeah, they're just kind of absentee fatherhood. So about 10 years ago, the Japanese Ministry of Health started a new class to teach fathers-to-be how to be better dads. They're calling it the child care hunk class. That's what the definition is translated from the Japanese because their research says men who are better parents are more attractive to women. So the child care hunk class teaches things like diaper changing, infant bathing, and things not to say to your wife. (laughs) I think a lot of men need to learn that. It seems to be working. In fact, single guys are taking the class because the reports are men who are better parents are more attractive to women. So catching a bride? Yeah, you don't have to learn how to change a diaper and not to say dumb stuff. Teaching men not to say dumb stuff? That could be something we could use here in the United States. I'd be the first to sign up because it would make my life much less horrible. It's the news that isn't horrible on the Light Breakfast Show.